Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We caught up earlier today with Mark Selby, CEO of Canada Nickel Corp, one of the fastest growing companies of last year. Uh, press release came out today. Some exciting news. If you want our thoughts and opinions on what it can mean for the company and future growth, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. We can also find detailed company reports and analysis. There are commentaries from experts from around the world on a variety of commodities and companies. Truly insightful stuff. Uh, we've got training courses on there to help you with your diligence process. We do summaries of other interviews that we've done just to save you some time because we know you're busy. And if you want to join a thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, safe, friendly environment, free from trolling, abuse and judgment, and I hope that does sound nice to you, go and join them at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Mark Selby, how are you, sir? Excellent, sir. I am glad to hear it. Well, look, I appreciate you taking the call because just hot off the press, seeing this announcement, you must yeah. be super pleased. Yeah, no, anytime you can have this kind of breakthrough in, in your mineral processing, particularly for a deposit where this is so important, you know, uh, the technical wonk is we're changing the grind size by 20%, but, you know, what it really means for investors is, you know, we're able to get effectively 15% more throughput and spend 15% less on energy per ton of rock, um, you know, with this change. And so 15% more throughput means 15% more nickel for, you know, effectively the same amount of capacity. Um, you know, that will add, you know, a large additional amount of, of NPV and IRR. And, and again, you know, with the PEA, I again, would like to get it done as soon as possible, you know, but extending it to incorporate this kind of major shift is important because, you know, these are the numbers that we're going to live with, you know, from now until the feasibility study is ready. So as much as I can say, look at, oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to have a massively larger resource that's going to go into the feasibility study and these numbers are going to get even bigger. At the end of the day, you know, these PEA numbers are going to be the numbers that we're going to talk to financiers and partners and so forth between now and year in 2021. So extending it 30 days seems seems like a pretty, uh, you know, uh, you know, no, uh, no brainer trade off. It's a no brainer. No right. Brainer. That, exactly. that makes a lot of sense. So um, off the back of that, we're going to be able to get an idea of the economic. I know you're avoiding steadily avoiding what it could mean uh, in terms of dollar dollar terms. But the PA yeah. is the first indication of what that could mean. And given this is a volume bulk play, we should expect something meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, again, just take you know, the, the Dumont feasibility study in chapter 24 is what we're gearing our PA on. And that's a 75,000 ton a day starting plant. 15% on top of that is, you know, that's 10,000 tons a day. That's almost 4 million tons extra ore a year. Um, you know, multiply that by recovery and, and a grade factor. And, you know, you can get to, you know, 10 million pounds plus a nickel more per year. So, you know, that's a pretty meaningful uh, additional amount of, uh, you know, additional free cash flow, which goes right on the top in terms of the overall project economics. So, yeah, uh, yeah we're very, very excited. Okay, well, that gives people the equation that they can work out themselves. We've done it beforehand. That's why we uh, wanted to get on the phone with you. It, it, that's exciting. That genuinely exciting. Um, here's, the, here's, the, here's the potential negative. People are saying, yeah. hey, it's delayed. It's been put, it's extended by another 30 days. Um, we understand yeah. why, but you did the same thing yeah. because you were doing a deal with uh, with Glencore on the plant to reduce your capex. So there's a bit of delay. So we, there's, yeah. there's always reasons to uh, you know refine things. But at oh, what point do you put yeah. the flag in the sand and go, "Come on, we're off"? 
Yeah, no, we're, this is the last one. I'm not expecting another sort of massive breakthrough. You know, again, Glencore, you know, the chance to start at closer to 100 million US capital versus a billion, um, you know, is, I mean, again, every project finance person that we've talked to since that says, yeah, no, this is great. This is, you know, this fundamentally changes the economics of this project relative to the other universal projects that's out here. Yeah, and again, this is a, a pretty, you know, massive breakthrough step. Remind people for Dumont, you know, we spent, you know, probably more money than we've already spent taking uh, where we've got to already with, with Crawford, just on the metallurgy. And, and they stopped at 150 microns and we are already 20% beyond that in terms of primary grind because we've just tweaked the, the reagent suite a little bit. So, um, you know, I'm not expecting another breakthrough between here and the end of April. So end of April, May 1st, you and I will be having a conversation talking about the results of the PEA. So. Brilliant, I look forward to that. Are there, but I, the question is, it makes me think, um, yeah. the, you can refine things from going forward. You'll, you'll shave, shave costs, et cetera. But yeah. w- there will still be some big moments through the drill bit, one hopes, as you try and understand what it is that you've got, the extent of what you've got, though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. No, because the key thing here is we have engineered a processing unit, right? We engineered that grinding unit at Dumont, and we're using that primary grind unit to, to use for this project. First Quantum, you know, does this with their copper projects. They have sort of a grinding circuit that they, you know, and circuit that they use in multiple uh, projects. So we've sort of adapted that approach here. So we've got a grinding configuration that we're going to use. And, you know, the huge upside from here is, you know, again, we've we've had a whole pile of additional drilling announcements. We'll have a big resource uh, upgrade by the time the feasibility study comes through. And so, you know, what it means is, okay, do we go from one unit to two units five years sooner? Do we go from two units to four units or five units in total because we've got, you know, that amount of, 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 of material available? So, you know, those again will be very dramatic increases. But as you said, that, that'll come after we've, we've done the resource update. Brilliant. Okay. So we've got a date. I look forward to that. I want to see what those numbers yep. look like. This is getting bigger and bigger. Uh, well done. And uh, congratulations on last year. I know we, we talked about it recently, but, you know, um, yep. I think shareholders happy, share price looking good. Um, and I'm going to talk to you about in our weekly nickel show in the club yes. about what's yep. happening with the nickel price at the moment. So no real yes. surprise to us because we've been talking about it for weeks, but we we got to just examine that a little bit more. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, in the last, you know, 48 hours, the price of nickels dropped a dollar again, you know, felt it was a little ahead of itself. And, and we talked about that. Um, you know, but again, it's something I've been saying since 2018. And you can go to our nickel decks that we've got in our series of investor presentations. You know, there was never going to be any serious class one, class two distinction. You know, you can take nickel units out of NPI and move them into the battery market by making mat. So the big announcement was Ching Shen signed a deal with two Chinese refiners, you know, who said they're going to they're going to deliver 100,000 tons of nickel and mat, you know, starting in October 2021. You know, at the end of the day, there's no net increase in supply. They're moving units from from the nickel pig iron side to the battery side. So, um, and if anything, this I think will drive a nail in the coffin of HPAL projects, uh, you know, globally. Like why, you know, the world's largest nickel and stainless steel producer who's basically got giant piles of limonite sitting around, um, you know, they figured out that, hey, wait a minute, you know what? If I really want to deliver nickel units into the battery sector, I can, you know, just make a, a pretty cheap change to my plant 
and then you know j- just drive nickel units that way. So why should I spend four billion dollars on something that might not work? So. Hey, pal, beware! But we're going to get into the details yes. and some of the data in the Crux Investor Private Members Club shortly. Uh, well done today. Uh, we'll see you soon. See you soon. Thanks, Matthew. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.